Welcome back to the jointhetrades.com interview series where we talk to tradespeople and learn more about successful career paths straight from the source. Today with me is TJ Scott. TJ Scott is in ISP networks with 20 years of experience in the field. TJ, how did you get started? Oh, it was a long time ago. Um, so I got started, uh, really stumbled into this business. Um, I was in, my dad was a pastor of a church and I was wanting to go into ministry. And um, one thing led to another, I became a youth pastor, went to Bible college, went, became a youth pastor and got into video editing. My kids were born. There's no money in ministry at that point. And so I had to go find a job and I knew how to video edit. Walked into a cable company with a demo reel and said, hey, I know how to uh, make TV ads. Uh, you've got an ad advertising department. Are you looking for any help? And um, they said, yeah, this would be great. So I'm in there for a little while. And um, the I worked for the owner's wife. It was a small, small cable company. And he, uh, the Internet guy quit. And so the owner goes to his wife at, you know, I guess they were talking that e one evening and uh, he said, you know, that TJ seems to be pretty good at computers. I wonder if he could take a stab at managing my internet. Now, I knew nothing about networking. I knew nothing <laughs> about anything with an ISP or anything. It was fascinating to me. You know, I like to, you know, poke my nose in there, see what these guys were doing and everything. But uh, so I, I didn't say no. I walked in and uh, took the job. And, um, you know, first day on the job, I created an outage to crash the whole town. It was great times. <laughs> um, oh, it's a, a dubious start. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't get fired. Uh, I I said yes to every opportunity that was along the way. Um, took uh, took a couple of different roles as as things moved on. I mean, I learned everything about the business: how to install, how to work the head end, how to do the cable TV side of that. I mean, t cable TV was a big thing back then, and I learned how to build a cable TV head end, built several of them. Uh, learned how to do the the aerial stuff, as scared of heights as I am. Uh, learned all of that. I learned everything there was about the business, regulatory, bookkeeping, uh, mergers and acquisitions, the whole nine yards. I just didn't say no. And uh, here I am today. Yeah, I suppose that's a, a good attribute to have, huh? Be willing to just roll with whatever comes your way and it, it leads to different opportunities. Yeah, it worked. definitely worked for me. Cool. Um well, so, and where have you progressed as of now? Where are you at in, in your career at this point? So now I'm VP of operations slash general manager of a company called Broadlink. Uh, we're in Kentucky. We manage about, we, we own about 10 counties of cable and wireless broadband systems. Um, we, we provide, you know, internet to about 6,000 people in rural markets. Um, got about 35 employees and uh rolling and going we're we we just received a grant for about a 14 million dollar project to expand broadband and so things are things are pretty exciting there but that's what i'm doing today i manage the team i get to lead leaders and uh train people to do what i learned to do years ago okay that's a that's a heck of a progression <laughs> it was a whirlwind um yeah a lot of opportunity. And again, just, just looking at every opportunity that came my way, every every opportunity to learn something new, I just didn't say no. I mean, hey, hey, uh, this broke. And I'm like, hey, let me get my hands on it. Cool. So, yeah. Cool. Um, well, let's let's go back sort of towards the beginning in the earlier stages of your career. Mm -hmm. What was a day like at that point? What would, what would your responsibilities be? 
So starting out in internet um, for for the first probably ten years of this, it was uh, tracking trouble tickets, uh, dealing directly with the customers uh, when it came to um, their issues, whether it be their own in home issue or whether it was a cable issue, uh, you know, an outside plant issue. Uh, I tracked the problems. I monitored things and, um, you know, I dealt with the customers directly. Um, I was the knock <laughs> in a small cable organization or a small internet service provider. You become the knock. You're tier one, tier two, and two, tier three. And so I dealt with the vendors. I dealt with um, some of our our third party um, service operators that would help us with our, our outside bandwidth and so on and so forth. Um, that was a day in the life. I mean, take the phone calls and, and deal with the problems as they came. And, and how would that position, obviously the, the internet has progressed since then, cables progressed since then, everything is so different in that time period. What would that position entail now? The same type of, the same type of things or, or how has it changed? Much of the same things. I mean, and it depends on which where you come into this industry. If you come into a company of our size, um, you can come in as an installer or a tech support person. Uh, you're taking the phone calls if you're in the tech support side of things. Um, and that's kind of the, the role that I would have filled back then was more in the tech support. Um, and, you know, learning, learning all the tools. And, you know, I didn't go to school for any of this. I didn't, uh, I didn't take any, any professional training for any of this. I just poked around the tools. Hey, what does this do? And uh, what does this mean? And asked a lot of questions and Googled the heck out of things. Um, I don't know how many people who have, who you've interviewed, who, you know, probably owe half of their career to Google, but there you have it, you know? Sure. But, uh, you know, that's, that's what, what they could do, what they could expect coming into a company like ours. Um, and you know, it, in a, especially in a smaller business, if it's proprietor owned or, you know, local hometown, they welcome you to get involved in things. They welcome you to, to learn other parts of the business. That's, not just your job, you know, the worst thing you can do getting into this business is say, that's not my job because you're going nowhere. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. So if someone, you know, was rolling at this point and getting started, I mean, they wouldn't need to get an education formally specifically, just start, just start, you know, get attached to a company and, and learn everything you can. Yeah, not really. I mean, so in most Companies in our space, even in the larger companies, uh, the large broadband service providers, uh, you can get started at the, at the ground, and they'll do on-the-job training. Uh, many of them provide uh, certifications and and uh, you know official type uh, education. Uh, they'll pay for it. They'll pay you as you as you grow. And um, we're not we're not in anywhere unlike that. So. Um, you can you can learn anything in these in these kind of businesses uh, in the internet service provider business. Cool, cool. So, what are some of the pros and cons? Uh, I'll start with the cons. Okay, so I was kind of thinking this through this here. It, it's like so the the cons. The industry is always changing, so you can't get comfortable. If you're one sure. that likes to settle in and just do your job day in and day out, that's probably not for you. Um, you you're this is an always on product. Um, when you're in the smaller ISP business, um, you, you don't clock in at eight and leave at five. You know, there's, there's still a lot of things happening. Those people expect their internet to work. So, um, <laughs> I don't think I joke around in my house. Uh, we, we, I haven't had a true day off in a very long time. 
Um, but you know, it does, it does come with its trade-offs. Um, you know, customers don't seem to understand the challenges of broadband service. And so it, there's a lot of customer education. Sometimes that can be a con, uh, that can be, you know, they expect for 50 to hundred dollars a month that their broadband service is a hundred percent always on and at full speed all the time. And sure. That's, uh, yeah. that's, that's called dedicated internet access and that costs you thousands. <laughs> so, um, but the pros, oh my gosh, you know, this industry, like I started out with the cons, the industry is always changing. Um, and you, so you got a new challenge to always learn from, um, you know, here we are, I can't, I got my starting cable and we're doing now I'm getting involved in fixed wireless. Well, it's not just fixed wireless. That's like Wi-Fi type fixed wireless. Now it's more like cell phone, LTE, 5G fixed wireless. Oh, well, now here comes fiber. Now we're going to be looking at doing uh, GPON and XGPON, 25GPON. Everything is always changing. So you always will learn something that that's probably my favorite part of the job. Um, you can get in this industry just like I did start off practically sweeping the floors and work your way to the top. And I, I love that about this industry. There are so many people in this industry that, that are, it's the same story over and over again. So I, I do love that. And, you know, really the people you meet, you meet all kinds of people. Sure. Yeah, that's that's definitely a nice aspect. I can imagine that that it never gets boring. I mean, you've been mm -hmm. doing it for twenty years now, and and to to not feel stagnant, to always yeah. feel like oh, there's there's something coming down the pipe. Obviously, um, just technology in general is just moving at such a exponential rate that yeah. uh, there I, surely there's always some way to go, some facet that'll be that'll be new or interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's always new rules from the FCC coming at you so <laughs> that as well every four uh, years there's a new administration it doesn't matter who it is <laughs> that's interesting so how is um how has this whole ai revolution affected affected your business has it yet or or is that something that just for curiosity's sake it hasn't yet but i'm watching it really closely um there's there are a lot of opportunities to focus our talent to things that are uh, that are more important and let AI kind of handle those, those menial tasks, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't want to be, we don't want to be the kind of company that's going to hand our customers off to a AI bot to be customer service or tech support, but there's a lot of potential yeah. in there to kind of help triage certain things so that our best people are focused on the more challenging tasks. So we're watching that closely, not really of a negative impact, but more of an augmentation of, of the services we provide. Oh, that's great. Yeah. If it ends up being a, a positive um, yeah. component, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. And just for, just for the alarming and the, and the notification, I mean, we, we rely on alarms to come at us. You know, if an AI bot was to call us and say, Hey, you got an outage over here, you might want to take a look at it. It's actually, you know, kind of a welcoming thing as long cool. as it's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as the uh, bot's got its ducks in a row. Yeah. Um, so as far as gender goes, uh, you know, how many, I, I don't know if it's a, a particularly male dominated ro uh, world or, or is there a, a, a even mix or? We're pretty well mixed. Um, you know, we, we've got uh, generally the, the ladies seem to apply for the positions that are um, office oriented. Um, but uh, there are people in this industry. I know um, that, um, you know, they're out there climbing towers with ladies that are out there climbing towers and um, climbing poles and working in bucket trucks and giving the guys a run for their money. 
And uh, this is not really a, a gender-specific role. I mean, this is across the board. Anybody can do most of this work. Very cool. Very cool. If you had to say who would who would be best suited for this or if they would have certain attributes that would work well in the field, what, how would you comment on that? Someone just willing, again, someone that's willing to not say no, um, just say yes to any opportunity that comes their way, willing to um, research and learn and stick their nose into things. Um, it's... Uh, sky's the limit for, for anybody who's just willing to learn in this, in this industry. Okay. And any, any specific skills, let's say someone was watching, who's just a younger person. And now of course, a lot of the younger generation in, in yeah. general has been plugged into the internet since they uh -huh. were children, since they were born. Um, but it, would there be anything uh, that they would be particularly into or inclined to gravitate towards that you would, you would say, you know what, that is someone who would fit in here really well. You know, uh, people that like to tinker with things, you know, I, uh, growing up, I was the kid that was tearing the TV apart in the living room and, <laughs> and making it work with the stereo because none of that had plugs that plugged into each other. You remember is uh, you're, you're about my age, you know, uh, yeah. none of that stuff plugged into each other. So I'd take things apart, wired up. Hey dad, it's going through the stereo. Great. Now put my TV back together, you know? <laughs> so you really got to be somebody who likes to explore things. And, um, as far as skill sets are concerned, you just understand signal flow and troubleshooting. If you can understand signal flow and, uh, you know, leg bone connects to the knee bone. I mean, more or less in the electronic world, uh, you can do great things in this. Cool. Cool. Well, if there's anyone out there that's, you know, chomping to the bit and, and interested, how would you suggest uh, at this point of time that they get started? Find a, find a local small independently owned ISP. Uh, that's where I would start. Um, if the, none of those seem to exist and really there's, there's organizations out there, there's WISPA, uh, WISPA, they're the wireless internet service providers organization. Uh, there's the NCTC, National Cable Television Co-op. There's FISPA, Fiber Internet Service Providers Association. Uh, so look in their messaging boards and their online media. Uh, you can find all kinds of opportunities there and places that are probably close to them that they can get involved in. Okay. So there's enough opportunity out there probably across the country that, that they'll find something locally for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, find, find a truck that's pulling fiber and just talk to the guy driving the truck and you could probably get a job. <laughs> Excellent, man. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, I suppose, uh, I suppose it's always nice to have, to have, you know, any, any opportunity through anybody. How, um, how have you found that, um, that it is as far as recruiting goes, are, are, are people, are, are you having a hard time recruiting in general at this point? Are there a whole lot of opportunities uh, or are, is everything full? So, uh, look, I mean, we're always looking for good talent, good people to really to learn from the ground up. It's it's a lot harder to hire somebody that, that is experienced in this position, in this industry, because they're working their way up in the companies that they're in and they they're on a on a track. And not every company is exactly the same. So a lot of us like to hire people off the street. And okay. so we start to look for that um, that mindset that's uh, just good character and a good uh, troubleshooting mindset, someone who can be kind to other people and, and work well with others. And, and so they go to apply for us. We, we, we just kind of weed them out on, you know, what's, what's their attitude like, 
what's um do, do they know how to use a computer you know mm-hmm. uh, just the basics there and and we work our way from there awesome man that's great information tj thank you um it, hey listen if anyone wanted to reach out to you or your company or you know get some more information would they be able to do that is there a place that you'd like to plug a site sure you can find me on linkedin um, just look up TJ Scott on LinkedIn, uh, or you can go to our website at our company. If you want to look and see what kind of opportunities we have, uh, we'd be happy to take any applications or resumes. It's a broad link with a C at the end.com and be happy to talk to some, talk, talk to people. That's awesome. Thank you so much, TJ. Appreciate it. Thank you, crew. We'll talk to you next time, folks. Check out jointhetrades.com. <laughs>